Welcome to the Michael Cheney podcast. I'm the owner of growfast.biz. I've grown from zero to several million dollars in personal net worth with my internet businesses, and I'm on a mission to give away everything I know for free. I'm doing this because I want to leave a legacy, I want to make a difference in the world, and if you ever need help implementing it all, you might want to reach out to us. The year 2024 on planet Earth, which we now call Planet X, since Emperor Mosk I renamed it, was a dramatic one. Not only was it the first year when a cryogenically resurrected candidate was made president, when a thawed out Ronald Reagan took to office with a frosty reception, but it was also famously the year when both Mark Zuckerberg and his text-based social media platform, Threads, came to a sticky end. Zuckerberg, a hugely popular figure amongst the entire population of the world back then, except for 99.9% .9 of people who hated him, was born to reptilian parents in May 1984. He was already the filthy rich owner of several social media companies in the mid-2020s, but he needed more money to invest in good causes, donate to charity, and buy off politicians. So, as the financial success of Facebook continued to grow and would eventually go on to become its own sovereign country in 2031, so indeed did Zuckerberg's greed gland. In fact, the post-mortem following his cage fight with Elon Musk in 2024 revealed it had grown to the size of a small beaver. It's now permanently on display in the Museum of the Billionaire's Innards next to Warren Buffett's spleen, just outside Sector 7 of the Delta Quadrant. But it only gets two out of five stars on TripAdvisor, though. According to Mildred407 from Darlington, the all-pervasive smell of rotting flesh has a slightly disconcerting infringement on the dining experience in the restaurant. Back in the mid-2020s, the robot like Zuckerberg felt lost and was seeking distraction beyond his Facebook endeavors. He turned to jujitsu, interviews on the Joe Rogan show to connect with the pause, and even taking acting lessons where he tried to learn how to act like a human but nothing seemed to work. Despite a daily diet of flies, eggs, and small mice, reptilian Zuckerberg still couldn't fill the void deep inside. But this was a void of the existential kind, not the dietary kind that could be filled by eating insects, embryos, or little furry mammals until the stomach felt full and satisfied and thereby fulfilling the need to fill the void full. Keen to cement his place in lizard history, Zuckerberg sought to defeat the then popular text-based social media platform Twitter, which would later be renamed X, along with the entire planet by Emperor Mosk I. Hey Chaniacs, if you're a visual learner and you'd like to get my free teachings on video, then head over to my YouTube channel, because seeing things on screen can actually help you retain the information better. So if you want to do that, just go to youtube.com forward slash Michael Cheney. That's youtube.com forward slash Michael Cheney. Okay, back to the show. Twitter was popular with humans in the mid-2020s because this was in the Muppet age before Neuralink enabled them to communicate directly with their minds. Back in the Muppet age, the stupid humans had to use their fingers and a primitive tool called a board of keys. And so it was that Zuckerberg decided to launch his own text-based social media platform called Threads. It was met with a fanfare of silence and critical disdain. Zuckerberg's Threads was his attempt to unseat his arch nemesis, Moss, from the throne of global domination money accumulation, and general getting richness type stuff. In his thorough and extensive search for talent to create threads, Zuckerberg dived into employee pools as diverse as ex-Twitter employees, disgruntled Twitter employees, and fired Twitter employees. Copying the entire Twitter codebase line for line and then slapping on a new logo to call it his own, 
raised some hunches among legal experts that Zuckerberg had just cloned Twitter because he couldn't be asked to create his own thing. Later, Elon Musk launched a failed bid to sue Herr Zuckerberg. The failure enraged the South African emerald miner, which spilled over into the infamous Las Vegas head-to-head -head the following year. Billed as the fight of the century, which wasn't saying much because the century was only 24 years old, the two ego-filled business warriors came head-to-head -head in a packed-out Coliseum arena at Caesars Palace in Vegas. The gambling and sketchy women capital of the world, Las Vegas, wouldn't see such excitement or anticipation of an event again until the three-headed zargling overlord from Sector 6 was defeated by the Jeff Bezos' undead zombified corpse in 2139. The Zuckerberg versus Musk bout started off cagely, which is fairly typical for cage fights, until the fourth minute. This is when Elon the Fridge Musk unleashed his signature move, the Walross, to dramatic effect. This was named after the weight and body fat percentage of the maritime creature rather than after Musk's whiskers and tusks. It simultaneously drew gasps from the crowd and blood from Zuckerberg's neck hole where his head had been just two seconds earlier. The headless torso of the Facebook aficionado then famously slithered around for a further 30 minutes, even encompassing two ad breaks in the globally televised event. The end of Zuckerberg's time on Planet X also signaled the end of threads, as interest in the platform died quicker than he did. Hey Chaniacs, I'd be eternally grateful if you'd leave a review for me on this podcast. I don't put any ads or sponsorships on here, so when you leave a review, it helps get this free training into the hands of the entrepreneurs who really need it. It just takes a few clicks to do and your review will make my day. And more importantly, it will create a ripple effect to help the fate and fortunes of countless entrepreneurs. Thank you.